Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the show. Today's a micro show, and I wanted to start off with asking you a question. That question is simple. Do you have a mentor that you can turn to for counsel, for support, for ideas as a backboard to help you respond to the thoughts that you're having? Someone who's just a little bit further along in their journey than you are with yours. The reality is that the community you build around your work friends, co-conspirators, collaborators, mentors. It's all a big part of your success and or struggles that you might have. Ultimately, mentorship and, and people who are just a little bit further along in their journey than you are in yours come to play a critical role. This reminds me of my own experience seeking mentors to help me with my journey. Um, I was largely alone and had very few mentors in my photography career, but as I transitioned into building things other than my photography business, things like Creative Live, for example, as I endeavored deeper into my entrepreneurial journey, I started to recognize that I was out of sorts, that I hadn't built businesses at scale, and that having people in my corner that I could speak to who had built significant businesses, would become ever more important. And this takes me back to a story early on in Creative Live's journey. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with Creative Live or weren't familiar with it, you know, some 12 years ago now, in short, we'd started providing live workshops that anyone in the world could watch for free. The business model was simple. You could watch for free and only if you wanted to watch the recording over and over and over again in the future, only then did you have to purchase the workshop. It was a cool, simple business model. And after doing a few of these, we started to see massive potential. And we knew this because we had had hundreds of thousands of viewers and were making hundreds of thousands of dollars with each of these broadcasts. What was, I think, our fifth or sixth creative live workshop. We were tired and excited by what had just happened. And I remember taking the crew out for pizza. Again, we were thrilled. We were high-fiving and exhausted from working, you know, basically weeks straight in order to make that particular class a success. And I remember as we were munching down our last few pieces of pizza and pouring out the remaining beer from the pictures into the glasses for the crew that was seated around this table, I asked some questions. I remember saying, okay, team, let's talk about the vision here just for a second. Let's imagine a future for Creative Live. Where do you think, I asked them, we could take it from here? What could the future of the platform look like? Who would be dream instructors? Let's start there. So given that all of the people we had had on the platform to date were photographers, that was an obvious place for the team that was seated around the table here to start throwing names and ideas out, right? They were, you know, people like Annie Leibovitz. What, what if we could get Annie Leibovitz, who was arguably one of the most well-known photographers in the world, what if we could get her to teach on the platform? Other big name photographers were circulated. We'd already had some of the very biggest, certainly the most popular photographers on the internet, but it was clear to me that something was missing. Yeah, of course, I remember saying we absolutely want instructors like that on the platform. 
I said, but remember the name. We are Creative Live, not just Photography Live, right? We are Creative Live, and creativity is a massive umbrella. So what if we think bigger? What if we think beyond photography to creativity with the capital C? Then I heard something at the end of the table, and it was actually the name that I had in my head at that moment. Someone said, what about Richard Branson? I pointed at that person. Now you're talking. Now let's step away from that table for just a second. Richard Branson had already been a huge inspiration to me as an entrepreneur, as a rebel from the start. He had launched Virgin Records as a complete industry outsider, and he then built Virgin Records into something extraordinary by signing largely very controversial and yet, of course, promising bands. These are bands that I loved at the time, like the Sex Pistols. Now, cut to a few years later. As a part of my ongoing effort to build my community, I had said yes to an invitation to a gathering for creators and entrepreneurs in London. Now, I didn't know much about the event ahead of time. I was invited by a prospective investor, someone who took a liking to the things that I was creating on the internet. And so you can imagine that I was a bit shocked to suddenly find myself at this event seated between the legendary musician Peter Gabriel and the one and only Sir Richard Branson. Now, I saw myself as, as an entrepreneur who grew up taking pictures of my friends skateboarding and surfing and skiing and snowboarding. And the fact that I was suddenly catapulted to this strange place in London, sitting around with legendary Peter Gabriel and Sir Richard Branson, you can imagine you know, <laughs> how I thought about this, right? I'm sort of scratching my head, how did I get here? Which is not uncommon, right? For all entrepreneurs, we often have imposter syndrome, A, that I don't belong in this room. Or for me at that time, it was more curiosity, like how did one of these things lead to another, lead to another that suddenly has me sitting here? Suffice to say, I didn't immediately engage these two guys in conversation. What I did notice is that they were friends. They at least knew each other well enough to have a conversation. They talked about some mutual friends. So aside from some basic pleasantries, I mostly enjoyed listening to these two guys rap about, you know, cool, interesting people and stuff. Later at the event, however, I did have a chance to chat with Peter about photography. He recognized me as the guy he'd sat next to and said, hey, so what, why are you here? I started talking about photography and turns out Peter was a fanatic. He was asking really specific questions about this lens or that body and, you know, how to think about creating the best image for X or Y or Z scenario. He was really interested. We had a great and engaging conversation. And a moment later, Richard Branson walks up. Always curious, he also started asking questions. And before I knew it, he'd said, oh, that's really interesting what you're working on. I'd love to connect you with the guy who oversees my investments. Now, a short story too long, Richard eventually became an investor in Creative Live and over time, a trusted personal advisor. To this day, I know I can call on him and his team for ideas, for support, and to evaluate my crazy harebrained ambitions. So the rationale behind me sharing this story is knowing that we all want mentors. We all want advice. We all want a wisdom from that, that little green creature who will sit on our shoulder and swing a lightsaber and tell us how to use the force. Of course, I'm thinking of Yoda here. And I was no exception. When I started out in photography, I looked for mentors and I really didn't find any. So I had to operate largely alone. 
I remember thinking that, geez, someone surely, if I offered to sweep the floor of their studio, someone would surely take me in with outstretched arms and guide me along this path to greatness. They'd tell me everything I want to learn, how to do it. And then once I had learned all those things and worked in collaboration or supporting them, I would be able to progress along on my own creative path and become the person who other photographers would then ask to serve as their mentor and on and on and on. What I learned back then and what I know now is that no one is going to mentor me in the way I'd imagined. When I realized that, I changed tactics. I turned to other areas, one being books, for example. That was actually pretty simple. Now, to learn to run a photography business, I remember reading this book called The Business Guide to Photography. And lo and behold, I found answers to most of my questions in that book and others. Turns out I didn't actually need to corner some celebrity photographer at a party and, and beg for her help. Books became my mentorship at scale. And the best part I realized about books is that it's a reasonably easy way to be essentially mentored by many of the greatest minds in history. And all you need to be willing to do is to crack the pages of a book. And it's no surprise I've talked about it at length here on the show and other places that over the years I have assembled uh, what I consider to be sort of a Franken mentor made up of all of these different sources of books, of podcasts, of the words of advice on so many different topics from so many different media sources that I've met along the way. And now this isn't some romantic notion that you may have about what mentorship looks like. And again, I opened up with this story about meeting Sir Richard and having him become an investor and an advisor. So you're thinking, where are you going with this, Chase? I'm saying that that, that mentorship relationship that I had with Richard only really evolved after I had done so much work aggregating virtual mentors on my own that the one with Richard could then manifest more naturally over time. The idea that you're going to call somebody up, ask them to be your mentor, and then they're going to agree to spend n number of hours with you per week, per month, or whatever, that's fiction. And this, the purpose of this show is to help you understand that. I'm asking you today, what can you do to cultivate virtual mentorships, to mentorships at scale, mentorships using things like this show, books like Creative Calling and lots of other books that we recommend on the show. What can you do to assemble a Franken-mentor made up of a diverse set of media types and voices such that you can get moving today? And it's once you're moving in the direction that you want to be going, these other mentors, actual human mentors in person, will most likely emerge, not dissimilar to how Sir Richard emerged into my life. I think back to when I was sitting next to Sir Richard, every instinct told me to start up a conversation with him right away. Oh my God, I'm sitting next to Richard Branson. He is, you know, someone I've respected and looked up to so much. He created all kinds of hundreds of businesses and he did it in his own rebellious, revolutionary way, that style, that was exactly what I wanted. And yet, despite every instinct telling me to start a chat right away, I said, you know what? Let's be patient. And that patience, my then running into him later at the event, which led to an introduction to his team, which when the time was then right, I had a compelling reason for connecting with his investment team 
And I was able to put in front of them a competitive investment opportunity in the future of learning, of creative education, an opportunity to invest in Creative Live Series B round. When I was able to offer that to Richard Branson, at that moment, I realized I was then adding value or being of service to the Virgin team, right? Letting them into an opportunity to invest in Creative Live is very analogous to what I'd done for years with my own community around photography. I was providing opportunities for them through my own experiences. And that's ultimately what I ended up being able to do because of a little patience and understanding what mentorship really looks like in the future, first from books and media sources and podcasts and mentorship at scale, then by providing value to others in a more balanced relationship, that provides a more fertile and meaningful foundation on which to build an actual relationship. Notice I didn't beg for support and time from someone who I had never met before. What would they be? How would they be incented to do that? And I get that, frankly, all the time. I get people asking me to be their mentor. Now, I understand why. See my earlier story here. But the reality is that I've never even met you. And if I'm asked, you know, dozens of times per week, you can understand that over the course of a career, 10 plus years, 20 years, that starts to become background noise and it doesn't actually have real meaning. And essentially it's me doing work without getting any benefit. You are getting all the benefit. So around mentorship, I'm recommending what I've learned is to connect with people that I respect by aiming to offer value to them first. Now, whether that's through creating connections or providing creative ideas or simply being interested in and helpful about whatever that person is creating. Now, I met my earliest advisors by writing thoughtfully about ideas on their blogs and my writing about their ideas on my blog and praising them and offering to support and point other people at things that they were doing that I found interesting. All of that attention, lo and behold, ends up catching their attention in return. To this day, I can rattle off at least a dozen people that I've never met who participate every single day in my community. I recognize, I see screen names, and I see people over and over and over supporting me and adding value to my community by pointing other people, by liking and favoriting comments and sharing the ideas that I'm putting out there with others. Yes, I notice, I see you. And if one of you is listening to this show right now and you're sharing it on your social channels yet again, thank you for the support. I see you. And over time, when you do this repetitively, your name becomes commonplace. Your screen name, I know so, I mean, I know hundreds and potentially even thousands of you who are listening right now. Now, this costs you nothing. It benefits me and such wherever you are in the world this is work you can do today. You can go online and retweet or share or highlight or comment or love the work of the creators whose businesses you admire most. Simply leaving thoughtful, meaningful comments, sharing her message every day for years, not in a creepy way, don't be a weirdo, but in a thoughtful one. If you do that over and over by at some point in the future, I don't care who she is, she will know who you are. 
And when you do meet this person in real life, not dissimilar to time that I spent with Richard, not pouncing on him the first time I met him, but meeting him over the course of a couple of days and meeting people on his team, the same pattern will connect with you and your future mentor. Even this brief connection, if you have something to actually talk about, the experience of observing or following their work for years, if you're able to reference that in a simple and meaningful context, that's what this is all about. Now, I don't have a Yoda. The reality is that I have a web of advisors in my community, people that I have added value to them over time, and they have in turn decided to add value to me over time. I draw advice from all kinds of people, each with you know distinct and valuable differences and perspectives, and I've been able to build and nurture these relationships over years just as I built the rest of the community, you listening to this show right now. Even when I don't have a relationship with someone, I can enjoy following that person on social media, reading her books, discovering the things that they're working on. And this is a beautiful thing. You know, this is the thing that so many top performers get to do. They share their advice, their ideas, and their inspiration so freely. That is a fantastic vector for getting to understand them, for for starting to know how they think what they think about. I can't believe how often I meet people who fail to take advantage of a book or a blog post, but they wonder bitterly why so-and-so isn't replying to their emails. How long have you been a fan? Are you the fan that you wish you had? It's so easy to dismiss someone, oh, why aren't they responding to my questions on the internet? Well, ultimately, this person that you're looking up to or admiring or wanting to connect with, they are busy writing their next book or their next blog post. That's why a devoted real life human mentor falling in your lap would be amazing if it happened, but don't hold your breath. They are busy. So what can you learn from them first at a distance, first at scale? Can you follow this person, learn from them for years such that when you do meet them through the course of crossing paths in because you occupy space in the same industry. At that point in the future, you will actually have something to connect with them about, and that thing will be their work. Another aspect of the mentor illusion is that the idea that someone is going to come along and provide structure and accountability for you and your work. If you are waiting for some mentor, some pie-in-the-sky mentor to do this for you, you will always be waiting. It's no surprise that we're often looking for opportunities to hand the keys over to someone else. But in truth, this is a one-way ticket back to where you started. I believe that you are, the fact that you're even listening to this show right now, you're walking on your own path. This is how you start to discover. If you've ever wondered how someone that you look up to and admire and appreciate on the internet, how they built their universe, the one that you admire, I'll tell you, they built it doing the same thing you're doing right now listening to a podcast, consuming the work of others who are a little bit further along in their journey than you are in yours. You are walking your own path now. This is, right now, is what it looks like. And no matter how much you want to, lose the idea that you can somehow escape the work because you can't. You cannot escape doing the work and managing your own career, deciding where you want to go and then going there. My request, my advice is to be smart about this by making your own mentor. Read, listen, learn. The resources out there are limitless. Then 
What can you do to be of service, to add value, to forge connections with the people that you admire? Instead of putting all your faith into some person you haven't even met, try creating a web of advisors that can, as I have expressed to you today, bolster and support you for years to come. Now, this is an area I'm super passionate about, and I talk a lot to my text community about this and other ideas. If you are not yet a part of this community, I would encourage you to reach out to me, 206-309-5177. The first text you will get from that number is automated. The rest are my very own thumbs. So I hope this is helpful. If you have questions, let me know. This idea of mentorship, again, I did this micro show today because I had heard from so many of you asking, A, could I be your mentor? Or B, what's the way to get mentors? I also, part of this is taken from my book called Creative Calling. And chapter 11 is called Build Your Audience. If you don't have a copy of the book, I think it is perhaps the best aggregate of my ideas that I have ever put together in any one place. And uh, it's often a book, the hardback is on sale right now at Amazon for half price. That's like 14 bucks. But whether you read my book, the book of others, whether you listen to this podcast and or others, just know that over time, this uh, the ability to aggregate information, to aggregate the valuable insights of a life that other people have lived pursuing their dreams, that that all helps you find yours if you understand who you are, what you stand for. And that's the process that we're going through here on this show. And I'd invite you to interact more with my community. You know how to get me on social and also the Creative Live community of millions strong is a great place to hone your craft and do so alongside uh, so many others that are in the same boat. All right, signing off for today's micro show. I hope you have an amazing day. And until next time, I bid you and yours adieu. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show and or Chase Jarvis, Creative Live, any of that stuff on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests, either on social media or through my text community, all that is pure gold. I wanna take a second to say thank you. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away all of that has a collective, massive, positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing for the show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. Mm-hmm.